0: Hey, it's Radio Free Oz for the week of August 25th, 2011. We've made it so far, and remember, we're going to get through this thing together. I'm Peter Bergman down here in La La Land I'm up on the emerald Lyle, David Osman, how are you
1: doing? Hey, uh, Pete. Uh, it's a beautiful day. I got to say, I think this is the first day that I've come over to the beautiful Blue U Studios where there hasn't been a drip outside, a drip and a drop, but today it's gorgeous. So summer is, has finally arrived, uh, I, I, is what shall we call it, the the, the, the season of insane candidacies? Uh, yes, I, I don't know, I but it's here with it, us now.
0: The season of insane candidacies, I want to let everybody know that we are, I think we're re-entering the dark ages. You remember the Scopes trial back in the 20s when there, the whole deal was to make a make a whole show over the fact that William Jennings Bryan and all his type, right, didn't believe in evolution, and it became kind of a, when you say, uh, uh, a tipping point for um, Darwinists and East Coast intellectuals versus all them boobs out in the flyover, right? Yeah. It was like a real yeah. great turning point. Well, let's come back. Not that that was a fair encapsulation of what was really happening there, but let me just quote you Rick Harry. Excuse me, that's Rick Perry. That's funny, Rick Harry. I did (laughs) not thought of that. Governor Von Blowdry, okay? Here's what he said about global warming. It's one thing to deny. I know, you know, that's that's idiot to begin with. But let's put idiot with some sprinkles on the top. Perry says, I think there are a substantial number of scientists who have manipulated data so they will have dollars rolling into their pockets. And I think we're seeing almost weekly or even daily Scientists are coming forward and questioning the original idea that man-made global warming is what is causing the climate to change. So he's accusing the 98 percent of the legitimate scientific community that connects human activity with global warming as being a bunch of crooked shysters who are manipulating their data
1: in order to put a few bucks in their pocket. Government bucks in their pocket, Peter. That's government bucks they want to put in their pocket. Well, yeah, uh, in in a week where, uh, in order to distinguish himself from everybody else, John Huntsman, a presidential candidate in a first-world country with an army the size of the moon— okay he, yeah. he 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 said uh, to be clear i believe in evolution and trust scientists on global warming call me crazy End right. of quote
0: call me crazy call me Which, of crazy course, <laughs> well, well, i've yeah. been reading it. yeah i mean crazy to like whoa i believe in evolution well I got to say something about the evolution, okay, which is what they're doing, and this is including most of the liberal press, is they are conflating young earthers and all of this creationism with intelligent design, which is a real field of scientific inquiry that includes some of the best information theorists, chemists, biologists, and physicists, which has nothing to do with creationism, but which has, has to do with finding design right within living units and it doesn't it doesn't talk about how old the earth is or that god is above us and it's giving into true intellectual design which was stolen by the uh fundamentalists giving it a bad name i just want to mention that as a as a footnote as we go on okay
1: well that's it's 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 good for for you to present that aspect of it yeah i i think that um even even creationism—that all of these isms. Um, what's what's the the one? I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll check my file here. But there's there's a lot of weirdness out there. And let's see. It was it was dominionism. That's the word. Michelle yeah. Bachman is into the dominionism guy, and this is based on the one uh, verse of the Bible that said, "Man shall have dominion over everybody, including his wife." You know.
0: Yeah. And uh, Perry is a big dominionist too. Yes. Let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. Lewis- I mean, so,
1: so I'm saying it, it isn't just creationism and it, it dominionism. It is a firm belief that everything that is written in the in the Bible is is absolutely true. And therefore, how can man be causing global warming? Because it's and if he is, then it's God's will, right?
0: Well, let
1: I, me I, give, I mean, can I give I you a think, right?
0: Can I- and I give you a couple of, 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 of cogent dominionists, uh, um, uh, quoting from them directly. Okay. Believers in dominionism, David, is ruled by non-Christians as a sort of sacrilege which explains in part the theological fury that has accompanied the election of our last two democratic presidents. Quote, Christians have an obligation, a mandate, a commission, a holy responsibility to reclaim the land for Jesus Christ, to have dominion in civil structures, just as in every other aspect of life and godliness. This is written by George Grant, the former executive director of Coral Ridge Ministries which has since changed its name to Truth in Action Ministries. Now, here's his last quote, and and Perry is connected with this guy. But it is dominion we are after, not just a voice. It is dominion we are after, not just equal time, world conquest. That's good enough? You big enough?
1: Yeah, well, that's like... you know, uh, it's like we're not interested in jihad down the block. We're not interested in jihad. You know, you know at, at down at the military base, we want jihad everywhere because we're 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 mad. And it says in the we're, Bible that we could be mad, or the Koran. Well, c-
0: God is our general. He rides in front of us on the dark horse. We are but his minions.
1: War is not possible without God. How's that for a flat statement? Come and argue that with me, you out there. War is impossible without God because God has to be on your side because you have to be right. Otherwise, it's just a mess of mangled bodies.
0: Yeah, and it it does give God a bad name because it appears that God loves war because he or she are on both sides most of the time. You know, it's like playing checkers against yourself. Somebody's got to win.
1: Okay, uh, speaking of speaking of this madness and and of, okay. of Bachman, then there's then there's the uh, 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 the campaign. Uh, let's see, set of beliefs more extreme than those of any American politician of her stature, including Sarah Palin.
2: Yeah, Bachman said so. in
1: 2004. Now, of course, you can take this back. They all do that. Being gay is personal enslavement. And that uh-huh. if same-sex marriage were legalized, little children will be forced to learn that homosexuality is normal and natural, and that perhaps they should try it.
0: Well, when they asked her about yeah, when they asked her about this, David, because yeah, of course she's being a quizzed. A, of course, she says she says basically her response twice in a row is, "I'm running for president of the United States." So she has been taught to not respond and go Mm. back. Look, why are you asking me these questions? It's like Christine O'Donnell. Did you see her leaving the Piers Whatever show? Because he started asking about quotes from her book, right? She left, and afterwards she said she was being sexually harassed. All she was being asked was questions, quotes directly from the book that she's pushing, that they gave her the international TV time to push. So these people are being put right up against the wall. OK, and there's there's empty suit, Mitt Romney, who of, of whom you hear nothing, right? Nothing. He's just sitting back and letting these people destroy each other. Of course, he doesn't have the guts to come forward and talk about the terrible mess we're in. He no. just says, corporations, they're people, too. You know, I'm hanging out with my friends, the corpse.
1: <clears throat> my friend. No, that that quote will be the quote of the summer. Pe- yeah. uh, corporations are people, my friend. I mean, condescending asshole! Come on,
0: I mean, I, you, know you come he's not all knowing. the
1: way to Iowa amongst yeah. the real people, so to speak. I'm I'm wondering why uh, Iowans in very small towns somehow represent the rest of America. I, I well, they, really, I really wonder that. You know,
0: well, uh, isn't it a cynical that the, that we are giving such attention to these people who are just Americans like the rest of us. They may or may not reflect our views, but the only reason we're paying attention to them is that they're an early primary or an early straw vote. I mean, gee, Dave, if you and I could figure out a way to make Whidbey Island the first primary or the first straw, straw poll, you'd have those buzzards all over you.
1: Well, so there wouldn't be enough parking space for the giant buses that would no, come to true. the island. They'd sink well, now, the ferries.
0: Now, now, Rick Perry. A couple of other things on Mr. Perry. Yes, right. yes, one he had a missing. great
1: week. He had a great week, great. right? Okay.
0: One, 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 one of the things that GOPers are worrying about is that he sounds a lot like George W. Bush. People at events recently in South Carolina said, uh, "No, in North, in New Hampshire, said I close my eyes." and it and was I'm, george Bush I'm seeing all george over again
1: Bush all over again oh my so, my gracious yeah dropping the, dropping the g's he's a big g dropper i think that's he's what a huge yeah. huge g dropper and he's got okay. them boots and you know i think oh, he's taller yeah. than old george though you
0: know, they 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 made a list of the gifts he's been given by friends and donors yeah 22 pair of cowboy boots 22 pair cuz he needs that many to walk all over <laughs> belt buckles Stetson hats. Oh, man. Okay, so they this have is This is
1: considered, but in Texas, these are status symbols. You know, this what is, is like Cadillacs with bull's horns on the front. Give me a what break. The? The, where do these people come from? Cowboy boots and cowboy hats and leaving your Gs off because you're talking to just like your folks. I mean, it's, it, it's uh, I, I guess he is more folks than... Uh, Than George, I think George had to, you know, W had to learn that accent. I guess Rick Perry comes by it more or less naturally.
0: First of all, you're right, and we don't want to in any way slander the people of Texas because there's a ton of people in Texas
1: who don't give a damn about color. Oh yeah, and can't get and can't get out. No, this is all symbolism. It's all symbolism. You know, if I were in Texas, I'd say, "Hey, Mister Governor, it doesn't represent me. I wear tennis shoes." You know, yeah. I got my vans on and they got black and white checks and screw you. I mean, yeah. it's 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 these weird identities. Where And to, to me that, you know, Rick Perry, taught, you know, using the word treason last week, that was huh, please. You know, you don't get ahead in a presidential candidate by accusing major government and, officials of treason. It just doesn't, and,
0: and threatening to lynch them. Oh, yeah. They yeah. They better Texas. not come
1: down to Texas. Yeah, because we'll get them. We'll treat him ugly. Now, we'll treat him ugly. People, Was that the quote? Took, oh God!
0: Yes, I read the newspaper. Well, he took on the Jew and the black man. You got. He took on Bernanke, right? Yep. And then he said, "Of he said of of uh, Barack Obama." And this is, this shows how rude and how unconscionable this man's thinking is. He said that if you make me president, you'll have a commander in chief that the soldiers, the military respect. In other words, he is saying that that there is no respect in the military for their commander in chief. I mean, under any other circumstances, mm, they would slap him across the head. You may not about like treason. The treason. You may not like the president. You may not like his domestic or his military policies. Fine. But you don't say that this man has abandoned or in some way has has basically Uh, is bad for the military and is a bad, you know, a bad commander in chief. Well, it's been just it's it's been it's
1: been Republican strategy to, uh, you know, accuse any Democrat of being uh, uh, soft on war or soft on the military or whatever soft on, hard on means to, to the GOP. But they've been that way all the time. Only, only a Republican can really be warrior enough like. And it, W took that to the, to the mission accomplished extreme, and nobody's ever going to do that again.
0: Now, now you, you, you must understand, David, that during the, during Obama's administration, They have called him Joe Stalin and Castro and Hitler over his uh, domestic policies. They have never taken any real exception with him as commander in chief. None. okay, because they just let it slide. They've got nothing negative uh, to say about the war.
1: that's That's because it's a personal slur. It's a personal uh-huh. slur, and it wouldn't happen. Would it? Did it happen? Would it happen to Adlai Stevenson? Let's say, you know, yeah. See, uh, the military guy was the stronger guy. He would run a stronger nation. We would be better protected. It's this line's been going on for fifty, sixty years, and it's and and people apparently in Iowa tend to believe this.
0: But, but only some people remember. These are the this is the Republican primary oh yeah, straw yeah. poll that gets down and down and down. Remember, Iowa went for Barack Obama in two thousand and eight, and trust me, they're going to go for Obama in two thousand and twelve. Now, w- one thing I, I got to mention something here. They asked Rick Perry, then what is the difference between you? And George W. Bush, uh-huh. you no, know okay. he said no. I went. I went to Texas A&M. He went to Yale. Now I went to Yale, <laughs> and I can tell you that that is not what makes me like George W. Bush. Excuse me, fucking bula bula. So he went to Texas A and M. Oh, there's some great pictures of him at Texas A and M. And my favorite picture of, of, of prick Harry, that's who he is now. Not Prince, he's prick Harry. My favorite picture of him is in his his military. I think maybe it's ROTC cadet, where he's got the big, tall, polished cavalry boots and the whip
1: and the whip. There. Oh boy, he
0: looks like something between something between George Patton, George. Pershing, you know MacArthur. It is hes, he's yep. the fascist on the white horse, man. Mm. There it is.
1: It's the imagery. See, he was into the he was into that imagery right at the beginning. Uh, Bush W could never manage any any imagery like that because he did go, to Yale. <laughs> Let's look at it, you know. And, and he, he could was. wear the boots. He could wear the boots, but the hat was always too big for him. Sort of metaphorically. And when he speaking. wore
0: the boots. He took his chainsaw out, he cut mesquite in the backyard. I mean, that was his idea yeah. of having fun, all yeah, right? Yeah. He, he, learned, he
1: learned that from Ronald <laughs> Reagan, right?
0: So, here's another thing about Rick here, which is he talks about the Texas miracle. He really thinks he's going to get away with this idea that he's Mr. Jobs. Yeah, overhead. everybody
1: was on him last week for that. That seemed to fly about a foot off the ground and then everybody was saying, "Oh no, Texas is yeah, yeah here's and here's why they're not," right?
0: I and mean, here's the deal. The, the big recession only cost Texas 178,000 private sector jobs, a fairly small share, man, for, for a big state. Uh, but in the same period, it added 125,000 public sector jobs, nearly half of all government jobs created in the nationwide, in that period nationwide, stimulus time put together, went to Texas. That's why they only lost 53,000 jobs, because we gave them one out of two jobs we created with the stimulus plan. And, and that's, that's going to come to bite him in the ass. You know, what,
1: what kind of jobs were those, do you think?
0: Well, the public sector jobs yeah, were the good. the public sector jobs. Because they came, they come with pensions, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was that
1: bringing back, uh, was that uh, like putting people back on the payroll, like not firing or laying off policemen, firemen, teachers?
0: Well, it's, you don't create jobs by not firing. You had to hire people. Uh,
1: okay. okay. Well, sometimes and, statistics are just you know who knows what statistics mean. Well, so. but we
0: do know that the private sector jobs that he's so happy about were low pay. Yeah, uh, a lot of the, a lot of it had to do with the fact that he has a huge influx of immigrants. He's got a huge influx of military. A lot of those public sector jobs uh, were military. They are moving the military to Texas right and left. And the other reason that they had a fairly good tax situation, which has disappeared, of course, is because of oil company profits. Yeah,
1: yeah. I met a lot of people working for the oil.
0: And they used the stimulus to balance their budget. They are in the red like everybody else. I'm glad he's running because it's going to give us a chance to pick him apart. And with it, all of this bullshit. i got to tell you, David, Look what happened in Wisconsin. They, they, they came within one guy through recall. More people were up for recall in Wisconsin than all the people that have ever been recalled in the history of the United States on a federal level, okay? <laughs> and they won two, kept all their seats. If they won three, they would have taken over the Senate. In, in Ohio, you know what's happening with Kasich in Ohio? Have you seen the fact that you know he also tried to screw everybody with a law that takes away bargaining rights from the unions? They came back they've put this referendum on the ballot by bringing in 1.3 million votes instead of the 230,000 they needed to qualify. And he came back last week and said, hey, come on, let's talk. I'm a guy that lets likes to talk. Why don't we take this off the ballot? Let's just get down and talk about this. And they came back and they said, screw you. No you, way. <laughs> yeah, you repeal it 100% and then we will sit down and talk with you. So I think Baby, if you take a look at the swing states, aside from the fully you know blue states, I think Obama, for all the trouble we're in, is is definitely going to take the White House. And most you know Republicans who are real politicians know that's true. That's what I got to say. Hey Dave, before we go any further, we we, you know we got to pay for what we're doing. This week, nobody came up and pushed the green button and gave us any money. I'm not going to say shame on you, because things may be really tight, you all, and we haven't been pitching you. But because you're not sending us any money, which you must, we have to take ads like this. Want to stay up all night and rule the world? Hack Facebook, spam Twitter, and fuck up Iran. I've been up for a month and a half. Burned down every firewall
1: on the Pentagon. Put a bug up Goldman Sachs' ass and shamed Warren Buffett on his page. Where do I get the energy from this shiny can of Hackersmack? Look, 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 look. Yeah, I'm good. That's what all the missiles on alert.
0: Hackersmack, the brain-draining game changer that'll keep you up if you can keep it down snack is a turbocharged blend of caffeine, alcohol, St. John's Wort ginseng, and country style methamphetamine. Hacker Smack is a deniable byproduct of Alzheimer's brewery, Rehab, Colorado. Yeah, I myself, it's too strong for me, that Hacker Smack. I have friends who take it, and they don't go to bed for a month. I think it's all that country style methamphetamine. But they've also got a new product out called Hacker Snacks, Dave, oh. which are sugar. They're sugar coated, sugar coats, and they are dusted with sugar and angel dust, and they somehow they somehow work with hacker smack to make the perfect the, the you know the perfect hacker the perfect crazy young person.
1: Wow. Yeah, maybe maybe that's they you know not only are they supporting Radio Free Oz, but I I heard them uh, you know backing on uh, All Things Considered on NPR the other day, so they're really spreading their message out there.
0: Absolutely, and NPR of course will take. Any message, as long as it's paid for. Okay, got to love Warren Buffett. You just have to. I mean, this is what, the second wealthiest guy in America, one of the five or ten wealthiest people in the world. And he comes out in an op-ed in the New York Times and says, stop coddling the rich Okay, he said he and his his own quote mega rich friends have been spared the shared sacrifice the country's leaders have asked for as the country veers towards a double dip recession, while the poor and middle class fight for us in Afghanistan, and while most Americans struggle to make ends meet, we mega rich continue to get our extraordinary tax breaks, he wrote. Hey, you got to love this guy. Absolutely.
1: Right? And, and you know, he's not the only mega mega rich man that suggested that here in Washington state, you know. We've uh, there's been quite a movement on to to tax the the rich here and there are many Billy people Gates. who are rich yeah. <clears throat> from Gates, yeah. And um the I I don't, you know, I mean, I'm glad it's coming from those guys. It would mean something to me more if it were coming from the guys who are hedge fund uh managers and you know, there's another story in the New York Times about some guy who had his 60th birthday party uh, and, uh, you know, f- f- El- uh, 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 um, not Elliot John. What's his name? Um, not Elliot Janeway. Yeah, no. Uh, no, not Elliot Janeway. Uh, uh, One of those guys? The singer. The guy- no, the singer. Elton John. Elton yeah. John was his guest and he paid a million dollars. And there was, you know, there were all these, these these celebrities there in New York. It's guys like that. It's, hey, it, it's Elton guys, John. you know, please. Yeah. Uh, I know it's I I mean, Elton I'm okay John. with it's Elton always- John, but it's the guy who's hiring Elton John that I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this guy. He has too much money. And there are a lot more of him than there are Warren Buffett's. And they're there not are. saying, please come and take, you know, I could throw a million dollars at my uh, local school system where I could throw it at Elton John. What do you think? I mean you know, bring, bring them down. John. You know, I yeah. mean if if it were choices like that, don't you think don't you think they'd tear his apartment apart in New York? I mean, you, come on.
0: You, and and Buffett lays it out he says, "Look, he says these guys, like myself, you know, who make our money by handling other people's money, yeah. are allowed to take the money we earn not as regular income which is taxed up around 30%, which ain't much for those guys. Anyway, But at 16% or 15% or 60% of the the money they make is taxed as capital gains. It's a scam. It's a total scam. And you're right. All those hedge fund people who have leveraged our future and already put us into the recession. I mean, it was all that crazy gambling on Wall Street that brought us down. Okay? They're right back at it. And I tell you, you ought to be taxed according to the... Extent of your leverage. You go out there and hedge things at forty to one. Then you should be taxed at forty to one. Because I ain't leveraging am- anything, David, and you ain't leveraging anything. No, Notice, no, I, no. No. Off. This,
1: uh, this, this is. Uh, um, uh, Alan Ginsberg used that wonderful "Moloch, Moloch, Moloch." You know, with the great beast with the with the fire in its eyes, swallowing everything. We've made the financial uh, sector. Into this giant uh, people eating Moloch Moloch, Moloch of money it, i mean it it's it's em- it's embarrassing to think that you can read a headline in the in the New York Times it says you know wall Street falls on fear you know huh? fear fear why would you make a major industry a major business and an almost tax free one in this country that's driven by fear fear is that a good driver for anything
2: i I mean mean, that's just
1: that's just outrageous and, and has nothing to do with the common man in iowa or texas and it is
0: the largest sector of our economy financial services is now the largest single sector and it is motivated by fear fear on the other hand people who make ice cream aren't motivated by fear, right? People who do, you know, do things that actually produce stuff. Unfortunately, David, here's one of the five, you you talked about fear. Here's one of the five big fear factors, according to the Curious Capitalist.
1: I'm beginning to shiver already. Go ahead.
0: The the Philadelphia Fed Survey of U.S. manufacturing activity came in at a negative 30.7, a huge slide, from the expected reading of 1.0, okay from Alice last month that's all right so therefore they thought they were gonna have a one-point uptick in manufacturing activity they got a thirty-point downtick last month the Philly Philly fed survey reading clocked at 3.2 that's a sign that one of the main US economic engines is wheezing and hacking and likely heading into a ditch. All very well and good, but it's taking us into the ditch, Dave. It ain't taking the hedge fund people. It ain't taking the ultra-rich. And it ain't taking the people in Washington, in our Congress, with, with fabulous jobs into a ditch. They're just standing around looking at it, stroking their chins and going... It's all that overspending. It's all that regulations. If only we could bring the asbestos industry back, there would be jobs for everybody.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, oh, the EPA, uh, did, did, yeah. did we mention that everybody uh, that all everybody in the Republican Party uh, voted against the EPA? They'd close it immediately. Michelle, close it down. Shut it down. Yeah, Including the Department of Education. One thing, because I, I don't have any personal experience with these people, so I've never been able to ask uh, a Tea Party or, or, a you know, right-wing Christian. It's, what do you mean exactly by freedom, and how is my freedom being impinged at this moment? Now, probably well, Ron see, Paul yeah. would say, well, there's these laws against marijuana. And I would say, sir, you're absolutely right. That's stupid. Uh, but where well, else exactly? My freedom to... Uh, smoke cigarettes? No, I just have to pay money to do it. My freedom... Uh, to work in a dangerous workplace? To, yeah, yeah, a, I yeah, I can do that. I can do that at my hey, own risk, you know. My,
0: my my freedom to work when I'm 11, right? I mean, all of these are regulations. And, and the, the idea that safety regulations somehow keeps American business from surging forward it presents the idea that Bosses, people who run and hire, whoever they may be, are sitting back saying, I ain't putting a penny out there until things get really dangerous in this workplace. Otherwise, it's too safe. We're coddling them. I'm not going forward and making any more ice cream cones or cars or green stuff until it gets really stupid and dangerous. I want nine-year-old kids. I want smoking. (laughs) I want asbestos blown into the air system.
1: There you go. Keep that asbestos asbestos circulating there, Bob. Now,
0: Huntsman is not making that line. In fact, people are saying, is he serious? The fact is he realizes that he's now as much an outlier in his way as Ron Paul is in the other way. Ron Paul wants to legalize heroin. I agree, But it makes him outrageous. John Huntsman says, I believe in evolution and global warming is basically man-made. And that puts him as far out as Ron Paul. And Ron Paul came in second in the straw poll day. Second. And got no media whatsoever because he's too weird for the lamestream media. I'm using, uh, of course, Sarah Palin's term, but so what? Screw her. It, it's one of the few things she's come up with. I'm going to steal it from her. You know, go
1: Lay right ahead. This, this is this is a democracy. You can do what you want. You have freedom, freedom, Peter's freedom free, to free. steal her uh, her. Who wrote it for her anyway? Come on.
0: Yeah, this is supposed to be a democracy that was that was formed by by an, an American Revolution to separate church and state, et cetera, et cetera. And like Josh Woodward says, I'm afraid most of us listening to this podcast have ended up on the wrong side of the revolution.
2: mince your friends you see that's what I have to say oh they will bury me don't you try to criticize and don't you ever try to talk about their lies I don't know what you've been told but last time I a check we had the right to say the things we mean and disagree and not have to face the guillotine but if it's your head in the basket then you just picked the wrong side of the revolution Patriot Act is the riot act with the P A T. What the really means is that they're watching you and that they're really watching me. And anyone who disagrees is sure to lose their liberties. A patriot has got to keep his mouth shut. But if it's your head in the basket, then you just picked the wrong side of the revolution. Wild King and his army wing They are hell-bent on the conquest Our enemies on bended knees They're gonna see it always soon Because the freedom that they steal from us They try to export overseas And now our former enemies are free to live a life of tyranny The same as you or me And it's a crime to speak your mind And it's a crime If you heard that play is gonna fall. Well, there's a place you ought to know shithole called guantanamo where the people who we cannot trust are safely kept away from us well we never have to worry if they're guilty or not because you stick them in a sell them, they're soon forgotten and they're out of sight and out of mind and out of luck but if it's your head in the basket then you just picked the wrong side of the revolution Before you choose a side to fight forget about who's wrong or right if you like your neck you best as heck start rooting for the winner this brave new world is knocking at your door and you better let it in the constitution's evolution never made a contribution to the revolutionary man and it's a crime to speak your mind and it's a crime Cause if you
1: heard that play, is gonna
0: fall. Oh, 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 oh. You know, Dave, I thought that Radio Free Oz in some way was just. Shouting in the Wilderness, and that still may be true, but someone sent me a link to YouTube, to a part of YouTube that, that listed the, the best left-wing um, blogs on YouTube, and we were one of them. Really? One of the seven, yes. And the interesting thing is that on YouTube, all we have is a couple of of our shows. There's nothing. It's black on the screen. We don't even have a logo up there. And we're still listed as one of the best, like amongst the seven. We have probably the lowest number of listeners because we're up against the Young Turks and various other people who do video all the time. But So I'm thinking about putting a video component into Oz as long as we're so good as far as they're concerned.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, maybe you can find another sponsor, you know, to to bring in that would uh, pay for that video link. That's a good idea.
0: Uh, I am. I'm thinking of another sponsor. I've got a couple of movie studios down here that I'm thinking of going to. Uh-huh. You know, is Bottom
1: uh, Fiedler still putting out those? Great I'm classics? going. I'm, I'm thinking of going to Bottom Fiedler
0: and Paranoids.
1: And Paranoid right? too. Oh, good.
0: They're good. Now, we're talking about fear and how fear is is driving the economy, driving it into the ditch. And we talked about the fact that, first of all, we aren't manufacturing anything. Second of all, Dave, living in California, as I do, I'm aware of the fact that most of the trouble here is based on the fact that people had all of their money, real people, you know, normal people, their asset was not leveraged hedge funds, right, and toxic derivatives, But the home that they bought, unfortunately, they bought it as an investment rather than a place to live. And Realtor.org is out with the July existing home sales, and they're down again. Mm -hmm. Okay, Down, 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 and every time home sales go down. It means the value of your house goes down. And if you're underwater, like a vast number of people are with houses, with mortgages, your house is worth less than your mortgage. You have no leverage whatsoever. You know you're sitting there paying a mortgage in a house that could foreclose at any time. And every time a house forecloses, it goes up against the other legitimate houses for sale and depresses the market even further, which means also no construction. Caterpillar's stock went down drastically yesterday as part of a 400 point you know plunge of of the dow jones caterpillar which is like a a big big you know international okay organization that actually manufactures stuff with no leverage right you don't say look i'll buy the tractor but i want to buy 40 of them no you buy one
1: no that's that 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 works that, that works at boeing
0: yeah, right. And down, down they're going because there's nobody constructing anything. Also, the stimulus money to to build the infrastructure, it ain't there. That's socialism, Dave. Hovels and shovels, pure socialism. And those bastards were sent to Congress to stop us from. You know, sliding down into the morass of socialism.
1: Well, you know, okay. this there, I think I think is a, 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 given the big picture now that we're beginning to see uh, it, it, it's I, I think it's pretty clear that the Tea Party people are are, are dupes basically mm-hmm. of the yeah. system that is perpetuating the fear which they're using to control people so they've they've yes. they instilled in the tea party uh this fear of that that any sort of taxation or any regu- this is all this was dangerous we can't say communist anymore because <laughs> except for you know except for certain politicians who forget that you know USSR doesn't exist anymore. Uh including Michelle Bachmann <laughs> exactly. Said, yeah, she missed that security. one.
0: Right. She yeah. said we're really facing the rise of
1: China and the yeah, Soviet, Soviet Union. Union. Oh, Michelle. So I mean I, you know, are the this, these are these these people are not credible um and and if they believe that they were chosen by God to run for public office they're certifiably insane. Because that's really really off the charts weird. Who would ever be chosen by God? You could be chosen by God to be a nun. Yes.
0: That's yeah, You all know, to, that's join the, to join the
1: church and be a friar and, you know, you'd w- 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 be celibate and, you know, you could do all of that. I, I would, you know. But to run for uh, president? No, God, God would God, never do that.
0: It's impossible. God can call you to share all of your stuff with the poor. God can call you to humble yourself. In front of Mammon, but he, she, it don't call you to run for president. Bachman said that God's talking to her. Perry says that God's talking to him. Okay, the subtext,
1: you know, the subtext here is that uh, Christians need to occupy all the available space until dominionism, right? Until until Jesus comes back, and so and that's but that's only part of the picture because it's very safe then. For uh-huh. the not not the dominionists, but for the uh, what um, the bad people the I mean God is uh, I can't just blame Wall Street and and, no. and market manipulators. This is a this is a, a, a and I don't want to say a conspiracy but they you just did uh, did did I did I you just did oh. you know, it's like saying well, i don't
0: want to i don't want call it a conspiracy is like saying it's a conspiracy
1: <laughs> it is. it's been around for a long time and really what it is is remo- is is freedom means uh, r- removing anything that would keep you safe because if you're safe you're not fearful and no. if you're not fearful then we have no power over you and that's, uh, that's really sick, man.
0: <laughs> I, went, I went for the first time in a while to a big movie house All mm-hmm. right, last, by myself to see the last episode of Harry Potter, which was quite, quite impressive. I quite liked it. But the point is, I was treated to half an hour of previews, both for uh, TV shows and for movies coming up. And the fact is, is that they're all about fear or fluff. Hmm. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons we don't have any really serious push from the progressives, from the populists, from the people, is that they have been dumbfounded by all of this overextended, fear-laden or fluff-laden, uh, you know, entertainment. There's Robert Downey Jr., a fine actor, wasting his time as Sherlock Holmes in one of these films where people get shot and knifed continuously for two hours. Fear there, right? Mm. Contagion, contagion. Any anybody that breathes on you is killing you, or you're looking at these like and everything is like an end of the world. So if you believe that the world, that the alpha and omega of the world is, oh, oh, I'm not going to take that call. Uh, <laughs> if 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 you really believe that everything is the end of the world or fluff, like you know uh, uh, the. Penguins, the tap dance and little elves, you know, creating Christmas. That's the other end of it. There's nothing in between that has to do with angst and love and human. That's called indie films. Right. So we got about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So the people on the street, we got about as, <clears throat> as many people on the street as people that watch indie films. Now I know I sound like a curmudgeon. I know, but I'm not. I love entertainment, and I love art, and I love Harry Potter, so I ain't no curmudgeon. But I looked at the stuff and the shows that are coming up on ABC, Revenge, okay? But Charlie's Angels are back, okay? I mean, you are talking about mm. high-fashion women who carry guns. It's all, you can't trust anybody. The Senator Coburn stands up on the floor of the Senate this week and says, I'm so fed up with my colleagues here in the Senate. They're lucky I don't pack a gun. That's good. Okay. Is Watch Oklahoma,
1: out. Is the Oklahoma guy. Oklahoma? Yeah, Oklahoma. yeah. Oh, man. Well, well remember yeah, these- sure. I mean, they're packing guns. You can pack a gun in that state. I, I, I guess
0: he can pack a gun in the Senate. He just <laughs> forgot it. <That's> all. <laughs> Left it in his glove like,
1: compartment.
0: He stood up and had the temerity to say that Barack Obama is where he is because he's a black man who was made whole by affirmative action. That's what he said, basically. Hmm. And, of course, the fact is, of course, affirmative action didn't make him Editor of a law review at Harvard, right? He didn't say like, "Well, it's uh, gonna be a black man as head of the law review this year, and the next year is gonna be Chinese, and after that we're gonna have a Jew, and then we'll have an Anglo, maybe." But it's got to be an Anglo with American Indian parents. He's just crazy, man. These people are so fuck cocked. I don't know what to
2: do. Well, well,
1: well let- you know, I, I, uh, to just to show you how things never change. Uh, right. This there's a big this is a, a, a big weekend up here in Seattle. Big weekend. Uh it's the Hemp Fest in which yes. 20,000 people go down by uh Lake Union and they're all smoking high grade pot and uh, and they do you know like a rock show and a whole thing and it's it's a it's a big party. <clears throat> And uh, yeah. the Fireside Theater, of course, was invited to be there. And uh, I had to—well, I mean, I had to say I got a wedding to perform, which is true this afternoon. And uh, so I can't can't make it to Hempfest. But we should send out their their greeting uh, greetings to them, Pete. You know, and and I was I was drawn by thinking about this to go back to 1972, nearly 40 years ago, right? Okay, uh-huh. spring of 1972, we were doing the Let's Eat radio program. And and this was the news story. Retired deputy director of the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, John Finletter, joins Normal and reports that marijuana is less harmful to health than smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol and eventually will be legalized. Around the same time, Dr. Bertram S. Brown, director of the National Institute of Mental Health, tells a news conference that marijuana should be decriminalized. Shortly after, a bill to make the possession of five ounces or less of pot, a misdemeanor is introduced in the California legislature by Assemblyman Alan Ceroti, the old stoner. We we knew about him. Okay, that was 1972, and we're still waiting because of what? Fear. Yes? Fear. Danger. Started back oh. in the 30s, right? Danger. This is dangerous. It could lead to things even more dangerous, dangerous drugs. Danger, you know?
0: Yeah. And who, who's promoting this? Who benefits by keeping marijuana illegal? I'll tell you who benefits. People who have huge commitments to, to the very products that hemp, not marijuana, will replace, including paper. And you got to remember that the largest commitment or futures in wood pulp is from the very industries that own the newspapers. They have never been very friendly to the idea of legalizing hemp. They see it as hemp, not marijuana. Remember, that is a real problem. And there's a lot of books written on this, so I'm not just being an outlier. By the way, David, I want to tell you that we are appreciating, okay? Uh, you know, up on WordPress – We get people writing in about our show, and I'd like to read you one of our reviews before we get to the tang time. Okay, Okay. yeah. It says, I simply wanted to appreciate you once again. I do not know what I could possibly have carried out in the absence of the actual ideas shown by you regarding such an industry. This has been the intimidating matter for me. However, taking note of the very specialized strategy you solved that took me to leap over joy. Now I'm happier for your assistance and thus expect you are aware of a powerful job you are carrying out teaching the rest using your website. I am certain you've never encountered any of us. This uh, is not
1: nice. I think that's really <laughs> nice. Was there was there an, a, a Nigerian bank account number attached to that? <laughs> no, donation? this one. You
0: know, usually it comes to places like fake Oakley sunglasses.
1: Yeah, yeah. From. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so, I no, know. Yeah, I,
0: a, I don't want to give the name because I don't want to promote it. But there's one of the nice, and I've got a whole bunch of them each week. I think I'll read one of our our wonderful radio free Oz. Good reviews. letters
1: to Oz, or not letters? Uh, e- of no. e- emails it's, it's to pubs. Oz, right? Oh, yeah, something yeah, like pubs. that. Hey, and I exactly. hear that uh, the the the, uh, the the book of Oz trolling the Woe. I hear that's uh, just about due out
0: from design
1: the design department.
0: Yes, and we'll be sending copies of it to those people who gave sufficiently to keep Oz on the air. You got this in your ears. Go up to Oz, push the green button, and give us what you can through PayPal. Yeah. We need your bucks to keep us in your ears. So let's go tang.
1: Dave. Okay, here we'll we'll tang out. And sim and since uh, since uh, uh, I'm, I'm supporting the, uh, the, the the Hemp Fest today, I thought I'd read this little tang poem. <laughs> Called waking up drunk on a spring day. Let's call let's call it waking up stoned on a summer day. Lipo. Life is a huge dream. Why work so hard? All day long, I drink, lying outside the front door, awakening, looking up through the trees in the garden, and one bird singing in the flowers. Bird, what season is this? Spring, I'm a mango bird, and the spring wind makes me sing. Now I grow sad, very sad. So I have some more wine, and I sing out loud until the bright moon rises. Uh, What was I upset about? Um, I can't remember.
0: Oh, that's great, Dave. That, that, old, is great. that old
1: stoner lipo. It's a good one. Well, right? we, should, we
0: should read that also for, for, for our little message to have Fest. Yes, because it's do the that. same thing. Yeah, let's it. do that. Okay, right. I want to thank you, Dave, my co host, our co host our co-host on Radio Free Oz. Dave Moloney, is right there in the beautiful Blue U Studios with us, engineering us. Thank you, Dave, and thank you, Chaz Glass, our forensic accountant thank you to um, phil fountain our marvelous designer our web designer scott wild our webmaster tom ged willow we'll be back with all of you next week keep the faith and donate hey okay? donate see you soon